since we didn't have our Sunday school all the way through Christmas, we are going to sing a couple Christmas songs. Hey, so, that's good. everybody say good morning super loud on the count of three. Are you ready? Scoot forward a little bit. <laughs> This gift didn't come through the mail or from a store. He was carried here by Mary, a little handmaid of the Lord. This gift won't get old or broken like some do. It's eternal. Just come and see what my Jesus can do. thankful to be here this morning and we're thrilled that we're in Sunday school again and uh, just to uh, see kids up here again it's just something we really missed um, and I hope uh, I hope we never uh, never have to miss Sunday school again um, it's uh, you know a different time right now in the world but um, 
this this right here is what's helping us get through it. Um, it's just uh, I'm excited to be here in Sunday school this morning. But uh, we just look forward to having a great day, and I appreciate everybody that's made an effort to be here and bring the kids. Um, we're gonna you know uh, try to do some different things uh, just with getting the kids back. Um, you know, parents or whoever brought their kids. Uh, Try to go get them and get them back to their seats. We ain't got uh, kids, you know, running around, and um, we're just trying to be as careful as we can for everybody. To I know it's different, and maybe <clears throat> uh, we'll just try to do what we can to be careful about this. But uh, I'm gonna ask uh, I'm gonna ask Jordan to dismiss us to Sunday school. Say honestly, I was so glad to hear we was going to have Sunday school. I told Ryan, uh, till Carl called me the other night, <laughs> and I realized that I was going to have to stand up here again, and this this is difficult for me. But uh, it's not about me. So I'm thankful to be in God's house. I'm thankful to be in Sunday school. This is a blessing. I didn't know if we was ever going to do this again. God's made a way for us. So they keep talking about the 
the serum, and he's blessed us to maybe come up with that for a cure. But it is from God. Either, either way it goes, it's in God's hands. So, uh, our lesson today is in Luke, and uh, chapter 4, 14 to 22. <clears throat> and this occurred right after Christ had been, <clears throat> Jesus had been baptized by John. And I think it's amazing that the behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. They knew, some knew who he was, you know. And then he's led into the wilderness and was tempted for 40 days. And it says uh, after that time he departed him from him for a season. Yeah. And that's, that's a good lesson for me and you because if Jesus, if he departed from him for a season, you know he's coming back, yeah. you know, for all of us too. So Amen. our lives are uh, always, he's there to fight ever, ever which way you go. So uh, I told Karen I had a, had a dream last night that we had a teacher up here that wouldn't let anybody talk and that's not me if you got anything the Lord gives you anything I need your help need your prayers need your help so uh, this uh, this job I feel like anybody could do it a whole lot better than me so okay but anyways it starts out and Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And I guess sometimes I overlook a lot of things that he did, but these are lined up in sequence. But if you read the other books, you know, Matthew and Mark and John, he did a lot of things in this time period that's not listed right here. He was healing sick and, and blind. And, you know, he was... Like I said, his fame spread out, you know, throughout all regions. So it was not like he was idle during that time between there. But uh, it comes to this time here where, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And this, is, this, this whole thing is amazing, but there was people that knew and believed and been looking for him for a long, long time, yeah. just like we are today. We're looking for him to come back. Yeah. They was looking for him to come. Yeah. So it's not like it was hidden to everybody, but not everybody knew, just like today, not everybody knows. I think the majority of people now don't know uh, the Lord like they should know the Lord. They have the opportunity. They have, you know, everything that has been done for them to have the opportunity, everything had been done for them here to believe, but not everybody believed. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. 
And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And Terry, I think that was probably about two weeks ago, maybe, or something. You read this. Yeah. Both of these, as a matter of fact. Yeah. The, in the book of Isaiah, where, yeah. I think chapter 61, yeah. <clears throat> where he wrote this <clears throat> a long time before this. But Amen. this is what Jesus read to the congregation. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set them at liberty that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That was us. That was me. That was them. Anybody that would believe this report right here, that was all us. He made a way. He was the Messiah. He was the deliverance. And by his own power, he brought salvation to me and you and anybody that will. It's not restricted by who you are or what you've been even, but by whether you'll believe this report right here. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. He had their attention. And he definitely had the message that they would, uh, how would you say, I've, I've said when, you know, the message come to me and just held me spellbound, you know. But he had everybody focused on him and he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And that's where Faith comes in. That's where either you believe or you don't. And I think he gives time and opportunity to everybody that was ever born to believe or not believe. It's it's your choice. And I I can tell you that the best choice I ever made was when I accepted the Lord when I got saved, it was the best day of my life. Yeah. I, I can remember how it felt. I was laying in my bed yeah. at night, and I had come to the altar, and I thought, well, man, you know, I'm never going to be able to get saved. I really thought, you know, the Lord passed me by, you know, or I, I had turned him down too many times. <laughs> but uh, as soon as I gave my heart to the Lord and knew my only salvation was this salvation. There was no other way, no other hope. And he lifted that burden off of me. I'll never forget how I felt. At the time, it was like I could float it away, like Carl said, walking on the clouds. But I could have floated away. I felt so light. And later, even the next morning, when I got out of bed, 
I could have shouted that night. I probably should have shouted that night. But the next morning, Satan said, ah, that was too easy. That can't be it. You know, you can't be saved. And, and he convinced me of that for a while until the Lord showed me, oh, yes, you have been, you know. And uh, it's been, a, been the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's the best thing that ever happened to anybody. But this script, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And that would have been difficult for some people to believe. They had read, they'd heard this, the scribes read this to them. They knew that a Messiah was coming, but that this was him sitting there in their midst. They didn't accept that too well. Uh, And down here it tells you why, but and all bear witness, bear him witness, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? After, you know, the spirit was there, and the opportunity was there to believe. But after all that, is this not Joseph's son? Uh, you got to look beyond the natural. And, you know, you'll never see with these eyes, what God wants you to see. Right. And uh, it's a great, great lesson. Great, uh, you know, and it says uh, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, forgiveness was there. Yeah. The kingdom was at hand. Right. All they had to do was believe. Yeah. But is this not Joseph's son? And I, that makes that so sad to me. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, you know, we all come to that point somewhere in life where, you know, it's a choice. And, you know, it's faith, if, and it's his faith. Like you said, it's his faith, not mine. I didn't work it up. But God gave us the faith to believe what he did. And here they looked at it, you know, and, and I, can, I can understand them looking at it that way. You know, they saw him. They were around him. You know, but uh, like John said, you know, and and John, if I can get over here, uh, I forgot my glasses, by the way. So uh, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Yeah. And let's see. I guess it's, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Right. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Yeah. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And it says, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. So they saw him. They didn't recognize what they saw, but they saw. And, you know, we were all in the same boat sometime in our life. You see, and I thought, you know, it's so sad. We see people come, hear the gospel, receive what they need to, to receive, to be saved, right. 
and then walk away and we never never get to see him again and that's pretty much what happens in this case is this not the son of joseph or joseph's son put him right back in as just another man and he was not just another man he was the salvation of the world and prophesied of you know all down through time uh, this wasn't the only thing that you know was written about Jesus. You go back through the Bible, and he's from the beginning to the end, and he's prophesied of all the way up to this time. You know, there's uh, I don't know how many prophecies there is of of Jesus. Uh, I wouldn't have any way of counting them all, but the whole book is about him from beginning to end, and and I know I'm not. Uh, probably following a good pattern here i'm not i'm not good at public speaking i'll put it that way and uh, my thoughts get scattered and i'm here and there and everywhere else but uh i know i know what god is i know who he is and i know what he did for me and besides that i don't know if there's anything in this world that i need to know any better than that there's nothing in this world any better than that. So uh, even though I'm not uh, great at this job, I like to feel the Lord when I get up here and I can say I've already felt him. And I don't know what else to tell you, you know, except that's, that's the best way that I know of to enjoy life to live life I mean I, I, I sing that, that's my job I guess you know that's what the Lord's blessed me to do and I'm getting to where I can't hardly do that anymore Bill but uh, this to me is really really out of my comfort zone to do this but God's blessed me every time I've ever got up here to, to try to explain how good God's been to me how good he's been to us, how good he's been to every generation that's ever been born. He's been there for them. And you say the old way, you know, they didn't have the opportunity. They had the opportunity. Salvation has been here since Adam. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, I guess sometimes we look at it and say they didn't have all the things that we have and they didn't. And they had some statutes and some, things they had to do, but they were blessed to know of God if they wanted to know it was there. You know, the the gospel, the spirit has never been short. If there's ever been any short, it's been in our side of it. God has been the plan that he had from the beginning for man. Man messed it up, not God. And the plan that he had, like, you know, we've said many times, he didn't just come up with another plan, and Jesus was that other plan. That plan had been from before the foundation of the world. And we've all, you know, come to that point where they, either you believe that or you don't. And I, th- I think it's so sad when you, like I said, when you see people get right to that point right. and turn and walk away. But uh, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ear, ear ears? 
And he went on to fulfill every scripture that was ever written about him. Like it says, to a jot and a tittle. He crossed it all. He did everything that he could for mankind. Uh, even to dying on the cross. The king, the king of glory, the maker of all. Did that for me and you. And I, I you know, I'm proud that I'm one of his. Amen. Honored that he would think that much of me, yeah. that he would love us yes, to the point of where he would die uh, on a tree, yep. a cruel death, yes, a very cruel death, not, not the easy way out by any means. You know, right. He did it all, and that because he loved us. Amen. And uh, I told Karen, you know, we was talking about it here, I don't know, a week or two ago about how he died. You know, I'd, I'd probably die for my kids or somebody that I loved sure. but or somebody that loved me. Yeah. But he knew, you know, that the majority were not going to love him. Uh, right. And he loved us anyways. Amen. And that's beyond, that's beyond the mortal comprehension. I can't comprehend how he did that. You know, but he did that for me and for you, for all of us, for humanity, for the world he did that. And knowing that they despised him, it's not too much longer in here. Uh, they rose up and thrust him out of the city, led him into the brow of the hill whereon the city was built, that they might cast him down headlong. Because he, he, get, he told them the truth, and they didn't want to hear the truth. But it wasn't very long after, and he still loved us. Amen. That that amazes me, you know, because there's all kinds of places in here where they they tried to kill him. Yeah. They devised in their hearts, and, and he was doing good, and they were doing evil, just yeah. you know, like like it is today. And uh, they loved the darkness more than the light. So, but. Uh, I guess, does anybody have anything that you'd like to add to this? Because I know I, I've been here, there, and everywhere, like always, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, Parents, most of their parents would bring them to church every Sunday. Yeah. And then the next one was. 
Definitely not in us. I'm that's for sure. Call, call women to scripture like Carl doesn't remember where it come from like Carl does but we're not all we're not all the same we don't have the same gifts and that is a great gift that God's given and a great uh, uh, way of teaching and making it plain for even people like me to understand so <laughs> uh, a lot of times I get twisted up and and uh, you know people think you you know everything you don't know everything you know, I don't think anybody knows everything in this book and can explain it all, but it's salvation the, is the end goal of everything in here is the salvation of man. So, uh,
prophet. can't comprehend, can't understand it beyond our understanding. I can't even understand eternity because that just will not. I've tried and tried and tried and you can't do it in this mind. But one day when we're there, you know, we'll understand it all. Yep, one day we will. Just try is all we all can do. <clears throat> About to lose my voice, I think. But, uh, yeah, I'm thankful. Like I said, I'm thankful we can have Sunday school. Dreaded this real bad. Amen. 
but uh, glad I can be here. We don't have a house full by any stretch, but God's allowed some of us to gather. He said yeah. a few, yeah. a few gather in my name. That's I'll right. be there in the midst. So, uh, and I feel like he has today. Yeah. And, and if I could, I'd like to read a scripture. I heard Mark, uh, Mark Hunter preach this. See, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it if I can think of where in the world I wrote it down. Uh, and it's in uh, John, fourth chapter, uh, first John, fourth chapter, and uh, verse 10, I believe. Where he said, Herein is love, not that we love God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Yeah. And that's uh, a great, a great scripture. You know, it, it wasn't us that did it. It's God that did it for us because he loved us. Even when we was unlovable, he loved us anyways. So uh, I thank you for your prayers and for your help. And uh, I guess that's all I got. And hopefully, Carl or Blaine will be back next week, I hope. Yes, sir.